was your movie right correct yeah okay yep um hello everybody and welcome to episode 75 of middle of the road the podcast i think that's another milestone if you like counting by 25 also a milestone because you started yeah. it differently i did a little bit <laughs> you mean he fucked yeah. up hello everybody <laughs> <laughs> um we are doing a flashback this week before Diving back into the Marvel verse um, next week with Captain Marvel. <laughs> Apparently, they everybody says Marvel in the movie. I'm really intrigued to hear it, oh, and no. I bet Lauren hates it. Is it like when they couldn't space <laughs> say symbiote or whatever symbiote? No, what? no, no. There's there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for that actually in the comics. Wait, no, how do you right. pronounce it? Now my mind's blinking. Symbiote, symbiote. So symbiote. It's symbiote. 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 Okay. <laughs> It's not symbiote? Symbiotic release. Yeah, that's what it was it's pronounced symbiote. I know, it's it's weird. English is so yeah. weird. Go watch Venom. <laughs> so, <laughs> we are talking about a superhero movie. Is this an adaptation of anything? I, heard, I think I read today it was loosely based on some It pulls from a lot of places. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And this superhero movie is called Mystery Men from 1999. Um, it is... A mystery why we watched it. <laughs> chosen by Ben. So we'll let him start us off. But just before he gets into it, it's there's it takes place in this universe where superpowers... Do they? I guess they do exist. Yeah, there's people there's, doing there's, crazy shit in it. There's Captain Amazing. He, he's like Captain super Amazing strong, was normal. <laughs> no, I thought he was super strong. Yeah, he had, like no, he had jetpacks. Yeah, he had a suit. He was more Batman-y than superhero. Okay. I, was thinking, I think okay, the only okay. real superhero for, or superpower for the longest time was farting. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's a few superpowers throughout at least. Yeah, the there ball. is some super. The bowling ball counts, I think. But I think I think. We'll get into that. I think the confusion over what it is actually trying to do is a big problem I have with this movie. But I'm going to let it. But basically, it's a ragtag group of D-level superheroes come together to form a team to fight the bad guy. And there's some other clever. There aren't, Ben, I look, I, I there are some clever things in this movie. But other than they, they just completely fails on all of them. But Ben, <laughs> we're jumping ahead of the game. Lauren and I are too anxious to get into the ratting on this movie. But um, yeah, tell us why you picked this one as one of your flashback picks. So growing up, this was uh, my brother and I. It was one of our favorite movies as kids. Uh, we we it was kind of our introduction to one of our earliest movies with Ben Stiller we, that was the first movie we saw William H. Macy in, Greg Kinnear, Jeffrey Rush I think the Hank Azaria no, Hank Azaria was in Godzilla, wasn't he? Jesus. I don't know. I feel uh, like that's the, right. The 97 one? Like, wasn't he the, the Yeah, he I was. Think, He's the, the camera, camera guy? Yeah, okay. In the rain. I see him in the trailers. I can picture uh, him in my head right Okay, now. anyway. 
Um, and it was also like, I, I loved superheroes, but there weren't, I mean, again, there weren't many superhero movies out at the time. I mean, we had like, I think we had Blade. Some Batman movies. Time. Yeah, we had a couple Batman. We but had, it had been a dry run since. Yeah, and the... it's like, and the Superman movie thing was still a relatively. Superhero. Uh, superpower. Well, yeah, this, yeah, it Not was Superman. a relatively, un, sorry, a relatively unmined kind of field for the most part, at least in movies. I don't and think that's the right turn of phrase, but we'll roll with it. When I went back to it, because this is the first time I saw, I saw it since I was probably 13 or 14. Uh, although I will say this is probably one of the most watched movies. I've like one of the movies I've watched more than any others. Uh, I, and I, I still greatly enjoyed it on, on this time through. It's, it is stupid, but it's, I, it's me. It's stupid in all the right places. I, I definitely can understand people not enjoying this movie. Cause it's, it, it just is super weird. But there are so many things in it that just like to to me just stick out as brilliant or just silly and I mean yeah I par- I probably am wearing my nostalgia goggles a little bit but overall I don't think this movie is that much worse than what than when I originally watched it and I loved it I still enjoyed it I will say the romance is awful like. It's calling fucking, it a romance. Is okay, yeah, it's terrible. also a stretch. Yeah, it's <laughs> whatever that was was fucking terrible. Um, I would argue all the stuff with uh, God, what's his name, the Pee Wee Herman guy, the spleen, uh, Paul, Paul Rubens. Yeah, none of that was as good as it used to be. It was like most of it was okay, but a lot of it was kind of cringeworthy. What you don't enjoy laughing um, at speech impediments. That was that was never part of the problem for me. Like the the things I didn't, we'll get into it later. Overall, like I I still greatly enjoyed it. I had a great time watching it. John, go. Hold on, coming down from Ben's terrible hot take. That was that was that was a joke on Ben Stiller's power in this movie. Um, yeah, uh, uh, this movie definitely doesn't age well. But the parts that right, do... before, bef- yeah, okay. Before we get into looking like twenty-year goggles on it, which there's a lot you can go at this movie for. Like, try to give us what you would you know without the woke factor <laughs> factored in. Like, well, I wasn't you... even talking. Like, I, well, I'm just saying. You... I, I'm just saying that's where a lot of my complaints can come from, and I think Lawrence, which I'm, too, which I'm but... actually interested to hear because I. I didn't really, I, I, maybe I'm not as woke as I think I am, but I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't pick up on a lot of that stuff. Um, I don't think it's terribly egregious, but there's a lot of things there. The thing that really just compelled me throughout this was, I think the trio of Ben Stiller, Hank Azaria, and William H. Macy. And do you want, I'm going to throw in Janine Garofalo into that as well. I don't, I don't Um, see any chemistry between the three of them. Because they hated each other on set. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait, they did? Yeah, like oh Ben God, Stiller that's... and William H Macy got in huge fights, and like uh, Ben Ben Stiller tried to get out of the movie. <laughs> that's okay. why he was Mr. Furious. Wow. Yeah, and like I think that's the director crazy. was quoted as saying something about like this was so bad he wanted to just go back and direct commercials for the rest of his life, which is what he's done so far. Like this so is a guy who only directed commercials. 
made one movie. He's and never done another commercial. television show or movie after yeah. this. Well, he, it might have been on purpose. Rightfully so. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I think his direction, sorry, we're derailing you, John. It might be better just to start getting into all these things. No, it's cool. I mean, I'm used to white people talking over me. <laughs> yeah, but you talk over me. There's a hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> it goes it, white male, it's POC it, male, it, this guy, the director, white lady. I think the movie direct. I mean, there is just no vision to. I think the old that all right. Let me get my charitable things out to the movie. I think there's some cool production design in it. The miniatures look okay and interesting, and the casting and the whole idea around Great Kinnear, I think, is a brilliant take that is completely and utterly wasted. And yeah, and then beyond that. I enjoyed, hey, it's Paul Rubens, and then they didn't really do much with him either. But no, yeah. They did stuff with him, but I would argue that was not the best stuff in this movie. Like, there's zero chemistry between the three leads. See, I thought they were fine. I, I thought they I were, don't yeah, know. I, they just felt like I don't three know. people just, I don't, they, they, they seem so disparate. There was no connection to them for me, but go I ahead. I mean, it wasn't them. well written, so. Yeah, that doesn't. Well, I'm, good. like, I'm. And I guess I interpret that as part of the point, right? Like, I think they're all putting their individual heart and soul in it. And, yeah, they got to re- recognize, like, the necessity for each other. But until they do that, yeah, it's going to feel very awkward and really tense and really, like, at odds with each other. Which I, I guess carried over, actually, from the real set drama. But that could also be because I can't I can't say I'm a huge Ben Stiller fan and, and that, like, I've digested a lot of his filmography but my parent one of my parents favorite movie is meet the parents and that's like that's like one film that our entire family can sit down and just laugh uproariously like continuously throughout and so ben stiller kind of has a soft spot in my heart because of that and then william h macy is just not a ben stiller fan well no in the sense i don't want to i don't want to over represent my like affinity for ben stiller just because i haven't seen a lot of other stuff he's in i think his kooky guy bit is extremely hit or miss yeah he's very adam sandler for me yeah this is definitely one of his weaker movies like for him personally like i still like because my brother and i would go back and forth between this and zoolander and zoolander is one of my favorite movies ever and it's just well here's the thing Derek zoolander is an actual character this dude is just... I don't even know what he's supposed... He's a like, cliche. I mean, I mean, he, I mean he doesn't know what... He, the character doesn't know what he's supposed to be either, but I'm not going to give the movie or his commitment to the performance that much credit. It just... It just I, I don't know. Like, the the whole... I don't know if I am actually have a super... That all feels tacked on at the end. I don't... Yeah. Well, so... And uh, to also just finish real quick, I think William H. Macy, he plays his character really well in terms of, like... Someone who believes he's got this purpose and he's got this gift that he can use to really better society, but it's but he, at odds with sort of like the structure that his wife wants for the family and his role as a as a dad and a parent um, and a husband. And I think he just plays that role really I think well. It's, I, it's I, very straight for sure. Yeah, I think there's that's something that's interesting, but it also feels like it. It would have been it, it would have been it, better had it been fleshed out because he just to me it seemed like he was so dismissive yes. of his wife. 
Well, he's just I can, he was I can just see, doing the job. I can you see know. that. Yeah, too. but I he's mean, been doing this for twelve years. Yeah. And like, how is he still alive for starters? Yeah. <laughs> but there are also but there are also moments where it's like you can tell he does care about his family. Oh, for sure. Like but yeah, yeah, I mean But all three of them all three performances and characters feel like they're coming from different movies too. Like Hank Azaria is like in some crazy fucking spooky movie. <laughs> yeah, like his mom. And I really like why would why was nobody on I get Hank Azaria his he can be great. He's a great voice actor and but I just like I was like what the fuck are you doing while watching this movie? Like this is what we're going with and it really felt like there was nobody there. I thought it was just it's so bizarre that it's like to me it's endearing. It's just so so out there. So you're on board with that? I'm, and that's fine. I'm just saying. But if you I mean, being I able to connect to that performance helps the movie a well, lot. Well, I think it's like, I think he's supposed to be like, I mean, these guys are supposed to be lame. Like, they, yeah. they just are. And I think like... It wasn't the lameness, though. It just, it was really a choice that I couldn't roll with for the character. Lauren, you're going to I was just going to say, another part. little IMDb trivia was that according to Hank Azaria, the, ca- the cast was constantly arguing about the tone of the movie comedically. Mm-hmm. So it... You definitely read into that, which, that's for sure. Which which makes sense, because there are some jokes that are actually, like, re- like I thought were great. Like uh, Yeah, like Frankenpuss. No. No. <laughs> I mean, that was stupid, but that was, again, like... No, that was classic was comedy. supposed to be stupid. 10 out of 10. I, like, the stuff I liked was, like, um, the, the banter between Captain Amazing and Casanova Frankenstein. I thought, like, their, their bit... My brother and I... Occasionally, we'll still just be like, we've always been each other's greatest nemesis. nemesis well, I mean, that, that's so the best scene like of the that. movie, yeah. but I there's think. there's stuff like that. I knew I knew that was going to be your favorite. But there's stuff like that, but then there's also Ruben's getting humped by a skunk, which is yeah, not for that, me. Well, that, that, was, was, that, that was a low uh, point of the movie. Yeah, that was... That was I, I honestly forgot about that scene, and I was just like, that's a half star down. Yeah. Uh, and I also... But I get, like, it's like... It's like, oh, they're going to, they think they're, he's going to get spread. It's just like, what was the thought process for that gag? Yeah, I just I did, don't uh, get it. It didn't make, yeah. But then there's also like, I, I think there's some really just kind of smart stuff in there. Like the blame thrower is such a cool weapon. Just in general. I thought that was so cool when they're there. I think Tom Waits. Yeah. Just yeah, a really Tom quick Waits interject. Like non- Tom Waits knocks it out yeah, of the park. As again. a non-lethal weapons designer. Like, what the fuck even is that? It's so great. Ugh. It's Batman. He never kills people. <laughs> I, I, I also just feel like William H. Macy's character is... He could be interesting in, like, an Unbreakable kind of movie. Like, a de- deconstruction <laughs> of the genre. A guy genre. as well. <laughs> and, like, all of his comedy is centered around, like, awful one-liners. I shovel. I shovel dirt well. Well, the other one. I I'm also, sure that's everyone's comedy. Just bad one liners. Well, also, I yeah. also really like some of the, the spaces lines where they were. Ju- he was just like the stereotypical like you know, <coughs> wise old man that and his just metaphors are kind of. Or like like, I, like, but also like, there's also like the racist implication of a Native American mm-hmm. being the wise savior, <laughs> like. But it, but but like the movie, See, I didn't. The, I didn't but the movie, pick up but the movie that, could but... have addressed it and gotten away with it, I think. But then the fact that there's really no reference, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying the movie's racist, but that's and again, that's a whole like 1990, 20 year old old thing versus today. I think. I also think his character was based on something, but I can't remember yeah. the details around it. 
I did enjoy West Duty though. When he showed up, I was like, "Oh, he's he's good." I like. I'm enjoying his performance. Well, what's the stuff, What's the other? The one I'll do every once in a while. I'm working on balancing with the kids. Is if you can balance attack hammer on your head, you will be able to <laughs> hammer your foes with a balanced attack. Uh, it's just so stupid. I mean, I guess it is making fun of his the all the things he says are pretty obvious and stupid. So I guess it is yeah. a little bit well, knowing and, of that. But, but they but. even pointed out like uh, what uh, Kel Thompson is just like he goes right up to the point being like confusing. <laughs> it's just it's. Um, uh, I think you're referring to Cisco. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that, the whole time <laughs> I was like, I I seriously at one point during the middle of this movie looked up the thong song. Just to watch the music video and be like, he does look like him. God. And then I got distracted by that and took a much needed break from this movie. Now that you bring up Cal Mitchell, that's also one of my favorite lines. I'm invisible. Can you see me? Yes. Like, I don't know. His story arc I did kind of like just because it was a younger take on it. Like, there was a little bit of, like, naivety in his eyes that I think he played really well. But how old was Um, he supposed to be? Like a teen. But then they had a naked joke with him and it made me super uncomfortable. I guess, yeah. I I also, I also, uh, I mean, Especially I love the way everyone was looking at like... him because it was kind of like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe you should put on some pants or something if you want to fight evil. Okay. You need Garofalo. And, and uh. Speaking of uh, Garofalo, she, I, I really liked her. Like, I, she, she's probably my but favorite But she had like nothing to do either though. And I her mean, superpower was her dad's dead head she literally didn't do anything she had more to do than the other women in the movie <laughs> she's the most powerful person in that movie no like, the bowling isn't. ball is <laughs> the bowling ball is. the bowling ball that she uses she like, doesn't use it she, she literally let it and go it and it hovered thing. there <laughs> okay and it went on but about I, its own business but i also i i the line or one of the lines i still love from her was the whole that uh her dad died by falling down an elevator shaft onto some bullets just that, that was a good line. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah, isn't that and I do also. <laughs> okay. And Eddie Izzard is like, what is it, Disco? He was one of the, to- no, Tony, Tony P? Tony P and Tony C. <laughs> uh. I do I do actually like the kind of reveal that Janine Garofalo's character still talks to her dad's, like, head. Like, I thought, I thought that was surprising, and I thought that was still also kind of snuck up on you. The second time around where I was just like, oh, yeah, this is actually the banter between her and her dead father's head. I think I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I think it could be. But I I just again, she didn't get enough. And I don't know. She was also few and far between. She was. Why is she fourth banana slash maybe fifth or sixth banana in this movie? I don't I don't I don't get it. No, I think she's she's introduced last out of the team. Yeah. Aside from uh, Sphinx. She could have taken over. Who knows? Um, also, did you guys, did you guys recognize Dane Cook? Yeah, as the waffler. Yeah. Hard oh, not can to we not Dane talk Cook? about that section of the movie? Like seriously, <laughs> yeah. we were so close to having some women mud wrestling for no reason. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> Definitely did not age as well as I remember. Yeah, we made like, fun of because... a guy for wearing a tutu for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, okay. And I just want to point out the photo I did send you guys earlier about Janine Garofalo, where she was just put in composition with just a pair of boobs for no reason. Okay, to to be fair, like, she's looking at it like, what the fuck is this? Oh, she was not looking at them at all. She's weirded out by the place, and and it's, uh, uh, weights is supposed to be, like, 
kind of a scummy guy. Like he, like his whole thing is like he he goes to nursing homes to hit on older women. Like he's a shitty person, kind of. Like what's that's wrong just... with hitting with on older women? No, but it's yeah, just like Ben. He, bra- he crashes. Why you gotta ruin my weekends, dude? You don't know if he he could have been invited. They might love him there. <laughs> have you been to a nursing home? Things get crazy. <laughs> Also, Tom Waits himself, let's not lie, has got to be at least a gajillion years old. <laughs> it's a vampire. So, he would have been 59 20 years ago. No, no, uh, 49. Shit. Bad math. I also feel like they completely blew the best bit in killing off Captain Amazing. Oh, but that was one of the best parts of the movie. Like, their, yeah, but, their, mes- but- their mission to save him just goes as horribly wrong as possible yeah but then they're at the lair and then they leave it and then come back why do they, they keep leave doing and come that back? in scenes they leave and come back and leave. like when they beat up the car for no reason and then just run away like we did it <laughs> yeah I, I i it felt again that was a filmmaking aspect of the movie that it just felt like a fucking mess and like i was like oh this is an interesting twist but i didn't care about anything at by that point so it also didn't really resonate with me and, and, but then, like I said, I just became, it, I was just so confused because like two minutes later, they're leaving the place, but didn't they need, it was all going to happen that night. There's also supposed to be a ticking clock element to this movie, but then it like never really addresses that. And yeah, then, I mean, they, they go in the night of like that, that is addressing it. Like, they, but I'm saying it play. doesn't feel like the, there's nothing in the movie, like setting the pace of the movie. Like there's a time limit, like all of a sudden they're training with the Sphinx for, it seems like weeks or months, but I, I, I don't know, like the execution of that gag, it, I'm assuming it was supposed to be funny section with like Ben Stiller leaving and coming back. Wasn't that after that gag? Yeah, so it's like, like they crammed the so training. much stuff in in this one night, <laughs> and then he goes and apparently convinces this waitress to, to be the love of his life. Yeah, and yeah. Again, uh, I'm not I'm not defending that in any way. But I just I I think I think just the how bungled all of this is. I but think I just, in a, I, and it I, could I, have been funny. It could have been well executed, but the 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 filmmaking just was not there to to like yeah like just how, watching this movie fast and a lot it of it reminded me of like watching the old like batman forever batman and robin those movies and i was like i wish i was rather i'd rather watch batman and robin right now <laughs> <laughs> i just saw something posted today ranking the top or ranking the 25 live action movies yeah this was ranked 22 of 25 fyi yeah. Batman and Robin was eighth on that list. I have not read it. He put Batman Forever last, which I hard disagree with. I'm a big fan of that movie, but better than Batman Returns. And and I'm like, and I'm I'm not going to say that this is a perfect movie because it's far from. No one's no one's saying you're saying it's a perfect movie. Yeah, but I well, I think it is great. Like I I give it, I gave it four out of five. Dear God, but but why are you such trash at times? It's just like for all of for all of its shortcomings, which again, I'm willing to admit there's more than a few. I still enjoyed this movie, and I think it's it's a movie that wasn't pushing a big message. It was just trying to be entertaining, and I and it was failed entertained. On all accounts. Yeah, and I'll just add on to that. Had you come up to me in the beginning of the episode and asked what I thought, it's like this came so close <laughs> to unseating um, Waterboy as my least favorite comedy Ben has chosen. 
<laughs> because I laughed once in Waterboy, and I laughed zero times in this movie until William H. Macy pulled out that spade to block a hit. The spade. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually on par with Waterboy, probably for me. Okay. Well, what, do, about, what do we what do we think wait, about Jeffrey on. Rush's character though? As a, was, I mean, he's interesting. Like suddenly he's attacking everything with his pinky him. nail. Like. That was funny. <laughs> that was great. That was so stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it feels like this movie should have really just been about Greg Kinnear and yeah. I, I don't know. I like, like they guy. and they just abandoned that. Like th- that's the first twenty five minutes of the movie is that setup between these characters, and then we don't see them until they literally break in and kill Greg Kinnear. It's very confusing. <laughs> I've got okay. I've got a question for you guys. I'm just curious because. Um, what do you guys think about movies like Tommy Boy and Dumb and Dumber? Well, I was never as high on Tommy Boy as everybody else, but I do enjoy Dumb and Dumber. But I think Dumb and Dumber executes its stupidity much, <laughs> much better. It's a well-made movie. It has It has a car peeing. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that is a movie was made by infinitely more capable people. Uh, behind the scenes oscar winners oscar winners not one of them at least i just i feel like it's it's to me it's a very similar kind of just it's you know i agree they're in the same realm of comedies but i think the execution is pair like what's the shot like what's that subgenre called like what would that stupid movies stupid i guess but it's with the writing and stuff Um, like that there's clearly like poorly done dramas (laughs) dumb and dumber was just a story about two boys i mean you're not wrong ben like i can see i think these these movies those three movies the adam sandler late 90s or or early to late 90s collection those all are of a piece of the genre and i think there's a wide range of execution and i would put this firmly in the worst executed of those <laughs> movies. Yeah, I just watching this movie the whole time, I was just like, oh, I'd rather be watching that right now. Oh, I'd rather be watching... Because this reminded me of other things, but in a way that made me just look on this as less than. Like, and, Well, I think also it's just such a missed opportunity, yeah. too, with the talent that is on the table yeah. here. Oh my gosh, this is such a packed Yeah, movie. it's an ensemble yeah. cast, like, for sure. Um but before I forget, Zach, do you actually not like Smash Mouth? Do you have a problem with Smash Mouth? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're not good. He's going to smash you that, in the mouth. <laughs> take that back. What, you also you, have a I problem say, with Guy Fieri, too. I will say, I got to get on my high horse when people were like, oh, Shrek is, Shrek is debuting this super cool song. It's like, oh, this Smash Mouth is so cool. I'm like, oh, I, I heard it before that, you know, because I watch good movies. But apparently, I don't consider it. <laughs> so let's 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 be honest here. I did have their first that their big album when I was a kid, and I did enjoy some of the songs on there that weren't. Why are you so the, white at times? <laughs> Go to your but, Dave Matthews concert. <laughs> but but I they have not grown. Well, the songs that you hear whenever they come up on the radio I or, or whatever, <laughs> they're not the songs that I would want to listen to from them. Like, I I remember enjoying a couple of the their non-hit songs it fondly, but I have not gone back to listen to their music in 20 years, probably. Well, you listened to some of it, uh, what was it, two days ago? Yeah, twice. You're welcome. Song. You're welcome. 
John, you haven't been talking much. Is there anything else you want to get out there? I don't think you'll get edited out this episode. John, you're the one I'm least like, like I have the least amount of, like, I, I don't know what you think about this. Like, well, that's because he didn't get to say early on in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, there are parts where you're defending. But Thank then... you, Lauren. <laughs> we were pivoting to conversation. It was the right move. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm waffling like back and forth. A lot of the one Did you say waffling back and forth? Yeah. <laughs> Waffling's a term. And just bringing Wait. it back to Shrek. No way, that's a real thing? Yeah. Waffling? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah, because you're from California, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Midwest represent! Yeah, drink up my pop. I just Googled Hasht- Wa- Hashtag no coast? Waffling, fail to make up one's mind. Holy shit, it is a thing. How about Iowa that? State represent! <laughs> Don't you watch Parks and Rec? They love waffles in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. All right, you're waffling on what accounts? <laughs> like, again, like, there there are parts where I think, again, the chemistry or lack thereof between those main three. And, and also their individual performances. Ben Stiller, I think I would put at the bottom. Um, and then Hank Azaria and William H. Macy, like, further, further up from Ben Stiller, for sure. Um, I just, I find them enjoyable. But then, yeah, the story and overall is not, like, put together super well. So it's it's really bad. But then, like Ben said, it's kind of just a movie to, to have, like, stupid one-liners. And, it like, it's a satire of, like, superhero films. But not a satire that's supposed to be, like, meaningful or, like, in, like it's not... Or maybe meaningful, because I think the message is kind of good. But, like, not a... Like, not a satire that's, like, supposed to, like... You just need this movie, right? Like, they made a Zoolander 2, for God's sakes. Like, Mystery Men knew we're stopping here. There's no need for a second Mystery Men. That's because no one so, would have returned. I don't know. <laughs> no, this is true. Um, I would have bought all Mystery the Men 2, the return of no one. Um, They're all invisible boy now. <laughs> yeah, so, I like, I don't know. There's, it... This movie clearly is not good. But there are moments that are kind of, like... Just, I don't, maybe it is uh, nostalgia glasses, like Ben was saying, but just little one-liners, little moments here and there. So, like, what would you, what would you give it, like, out of five? I have no idea, I have no idea, I have no (laughs) fucking clue. Honestly, like, this movie has me stumped. Was anybody else very unsettled by the way they shot and and the acting performance of the woman who was Ben Stiller's boss? Oh, yeah. They love Uh, to get the camera right up in people's nostrils. It was was very... (laughs) Yeah, the the, the and a lot of quick editing movie or cutting is very, um, uh, I think very Sonnenfeld who did like uh, Raising Arizona, Men in Black, and I mean it was like that... people were either looking directly into camera a lot of the time or right off to the side where it's like, are they looking at camera? But just that that low angle, like crazy, yeah, like handheld, kind of look. almost fish held. Or excuse me, fish eye sort of. Yeah, yeah. he also did yeah. the Adams Family movies. Um, he d- can do that well, uh, and like, I mean, fucking Raising Arizona is one of the, my favorite and best shot comedies of all time. I prefer and Raising this just Hope. Felt like a huh? It's just a bad joke. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> so Ben probably liked it because he likes bad jokes. Yes, I do. <laughs> it just, it felt like a really shitty impersonation of that. Okay, Mystery Men, 
Any final thoughts? Hashtag not my captain, A. Wow, this is the longest 35 minutes that ever <laughs> went on. Also, I like Captain Hammer more than this captain as well. <laughs> have you guys not seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I've seen it. I know you have. I was asking the other yeah. two. I've seen it. It's been a while. Nathan Fillion would have really spruced this movie up. He did. He like spruce any movie up. He's taken a couple Fillion. decades later. Or a decade. So that's going to do it for Mystery Men. Um, you got a, a waffling opinion, a strong opinion, and, and then two, two negatively yeah, I just strong opinions. point out, for me, we're one for five for flashback episodes. Like what does that mean? That I've only liked the sixth sense of our flashback episodes. This year? Yeah. What was your ratio last year? Figure that out while I close this out. <laughs> Next week, uh, as I mentioned at the top, we are doing another new release, and that is going to be... Captain Marvel, uh, the latest Marvel MCU film. I'll also take her captain over this captain. <laughs> we might have to do a quick refresh of our rankings post Endgame, since it's the end of an era. But that episode before. almost destroyed us. <laughs> well, we can just add it. We can just add on to it. John wanted Winter Soldier at the top, like above Spider Man, right? Is that? I I want the record to show. <laughs> I have warmed up tremendously on Winter Soldier. <laughs> But That's an amazing my movie. vote, my letterbox rating was purely That's not Winter Soldier. That necessity. was the first Avenger. No, no, it was Winter was Soldier. First... Okay, this makes me even angrier no. now. <laughs> yeah, Winter Soldier is the one he can't. Oh, I he thought tried it was to... uh, First Avenger. Sink. No. God. John, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> so go watch Captain Marvel. And every other Marvel MCU movie. Some spoilers for all of those Only next week. It's going to take week. you like 40 to 60 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad Lauren doesn't have to rewatch all those movies every time she sees a new one. I probably should. My memory is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a video for that somewhere oh, out I'm there. I'm sure. And then until then, I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Goldenberg. And you can find us at middleofrow.com. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find me on Letterboxd also at the Grigsby Bear. And you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter when you'll get updates on when we post written content on the website as well as podcast episodes. And that is at Middle of Row, hashtag no the. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find us uh, or me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go at, watch Captain Marvel. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Seriously, I'm and, still so angry that you put it in my mind that Goose might die. <laughs> oh, I hope he doesn't. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, 